Welcome, I'm Sabine from Tower Wisdom, your podcast for soul growth and healing. You are a truly magnificent being and I'm bringing to you knowledge and insight from different healing modalities to help you to be a powerful, light-filled creator of your life. Hello, welcome to this new episode. I hope you're enjoying the summer as much as I do. <laughs> I've just been swimming. My soul just loves to be in the water, by the water, on the water. <laughs> so I love summer. Now today we're going to talk about different types of energies that are around you, that are here to help you, that are here to assist you, that you can work with. And one of them, among them, is angels. And angels is a very common knowledge one. But we're also going to talk about things like the violet flame. We're going to talk a little bit about your guides. We're going to talk about energy at certain places, at certain times. We're going to talk about the energy of our mother Gaia, of your spirit animals, etc., etc. So it's going to be fun. So let's get into it. Let's start actually with angels. Now, I think angels is maybe the, apart from spirit guides, angels is like the most common um, energy that people work with. And when we talk about energy, we're talking about the frequency. You know, just like you, we have a Wi-Fi, you know, which is a radio wave. You don't see it, right? But it's there. It's working. So it's the same with these kind of frequencies. They are there. They are all around us. And it's just up on us to tap into their wisdom, to work with them, to have them assist us because the universe wants to assist you. The universe wants to help you. You can't imagine how happy they are, like your guides, your angels, when you start communicating with them. Like, finally, you know, finally, someone is listening to me. They most likely think like, uh, because they finally can do some more a hands not a hands-on but like they can work closer with you so angels is um yeah there's a lot of knowledge about angels and i think the one that most people work with and i that i also personally work most with is my guardian angel so everybody has a guardian angel everybody everybody has someone looking out for them and uh, oh yeah there's a story that just comes to my mind you know i was reading explaining the guardian angel I like I was reading about you know when this um, this building fell in Miami Beach like I think it was a year ago like uh, it just collapsed like very tragic a lot of people died and I was reading the story about this young child like or he's a teenager I think he was at the time in the building with his mother and uh, the pool first collapsed first and he was actually they were awoken by the noise of the pool collapsing so his mom and him they both woke up and then it took another seven minutes before the entire building collapsed and some people they also woke up and they left the building in that time but very few people so anyway they were awoken so they got a message from the universe like it woke them up and then uh they they got up and then i think it's like they saw some cracks in the ceiling but they didn't really they didn't really look outside they didn't really see that the pool collapsed and they uh they just didn't 
or the mother didn't quite know what to make of it. And it said in the article, like the mother heard a voice to run, but she didn't follow it. And I mean, it's hard to say because the mother is not alive anymore, but maybe she had that voice. Maybe she had that guidance, you know, that's your guidance, but she didn't follow it. But nonetheless, so they went back to bed and she was actually sitting on her son's bed, holding his hand. And then the building collapsed onto them and he survived. Um, his mother died unfortunately but he survived he was one of the only survivors because the building that when it collapsed there were a lot of people dying but when it collapsed there um, somehow the, the the ceiling above him made a shape that protected him and then they found him like there was there's another thing right I mean there's one thing for you to actually survive but then the other thing is to be found in time because you don't have enough air to breathe so he was found in time and he was rescued and I was just thinking about this I was just thinking oh my god he was meant to survive he was just you know they got an early warning but still they didn't follow like the mother didn't follow that warning to one but he still survived because that he was meant to do that. And that is when the guardian angels most likely came in. And that is so amazing like that this shape was created for him to not be smashed by the building. You know, that is, that is the work of your guardian angel. Um, yeah, amazing story. Sad, sad story um, with the building. But also amazing to see the work of the universe. So your guardian angel, how can you connect to, uh, to them? The first time I connected to it was just in a meditation where you just call up on your guardian angel and you can find there's so many, many free meditations out there on the internet. And to me, angels show up a lot with color, with light. They're really, to me, they're like kind of like very color, colorful light beings. So my guardian angel just showed up with light like I could feel that presence and I could uh, feel the light and then he just told me his name <laughs> but that is like my soul I mean you can I always think it's good to ask your soul about stuff and ask your guides about stuff and if you're ready for the information they will tell you like for my soul it just they tell me so many things straight out like this is where you're from this is you're from this is what you do in this lifetime this is this this is this, this I just think they are like she shouldn't be fooling around. <laughs> She's not doing her homework. She's not researching anything for spiritual, so better better tell her. Uh, yeah, I think my guides have a lot of fun with me. But so they tell me, they tell me, they, he just told me his name. And I, at that time, I had no idea about angels even. Like I hadn't, that was my first angel ever meditation. I had never read about any angels, any names. And then I looked up the name and my guardian angel is Metatron, really powerful angel. So I looked up, oh, Metatron, that exists. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a, it's an angel. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And I use him actually a lot because I know he's so powerful. And I always thank him because, of course, he's looking out for me. And I know I'm, I'm always protected. But I also send him on missions. Like when I feel, for instance, when there's something with my kids, like, I don't know, I feel there's some sort of perceived danger. And I know they have their own guardian angel, but I still sometimes send him because uh, I know he's powerful. <laughs> I'm like, can you also look out for them? Or, or other situations I use when I drive in the car a lot. Like, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, that's the angel I work with the most, my guardian angel. When I feel scared, I call up on him. And then I sometimes just imagine 
the light his color though he doesn't always show up with the same color um, but I do know the first time he was showing up in that color so that's kind of how I and he actually told me I know yeah he told me you just have to envision my queen color in your heart and this and then I'm there you know so yeah I forgot about that that he even told me that so that's why they, they love to communicate with us they they will tell you all kind of things how you how you can start working with them and um, they, your guardian angel is powerful and always remember to thank them because you know it's they actually like also our guides they our soul guides spirit guides they do so much for us they I mean they I just think such a selfless service they're providing for us um, and we often we don't thank them enough actually for, for their work and for being there and for looking out to us Another one I work with sometimes is Archangel Michael with his blue sword. I think he's just so cool. Like that blue sword is just so cool. And I use it to cut energetic ties. Um, just with people or at the end of the day. Because I'm an, I'm an empath. And I mean, many of you listening, you might be an empath. And anyway, we're all becoming more sensitive energetically as time uh, as earth is um, evolving also energetically so we take on a lot of things and sometimes we have also these negative these more troublesome ties to people and that doesn't mean we're gonna cut cords with the people in real life it doesn't mean we're not gonna talk to them tomorrow anymore no it's just you can use those angels to cut any kind of negative cords between people and then actually your relationship can really transform for the better like I did this with my mother and it was amazing. Our relationship really transformed so much for the better. And I do this with um, with other people too, where I sometimes feel I'm such an empath. i sometimes not sure is what I'm feeling and thinking right now. Is this my own? Is this my own emotion? Is this my own idea? Is this my own project even that I want to do? And then I just say, you know, cut, cut ties. <laughs> cut the ties of your use your magic want your sword like you know it's like in star wars that kind of blue cool sword use it you know cut anything that is not meant to be by the heavens and anyway if there's like other ties you know that are meant to be by god anyway you cannot just cut them right so but these negative entanglements you can so he's cool there is a lot of meditations out there if you like to go into angels there is just there's just so much information on them out there and the two people I like is one of them is Diana Cooper she is really um she's like a angel how do you call it like a <laughs> such an expert on angels and Tim Wilde they are both I think in the UK and Tim he has like a lot of free meditations also he has also great paid meditations um, he's always posting videos on his Facebook channel and he does a lot of I did a couple of his guided meditations and he takes you to really cool places because they both they both actually work together and they both also work with Atlantis and they also work with unicorns and dragons of all kind of beings and they take you to like he takes you to really cool uh, crystal palaces and um, I did a 
alto major chord cutting from the 3D with him, like a guided meditation, where there was also a lot of swords involved, <laughs> a lot of cutting. But it was just, it's very, I'm a very visual person. So usually the meditations I do, I don't just sit there and breathe. No, I just visualize things. And so that really works for me, this kind of visual visualization where you go to places and often there's a remembrance for me. Like I know this temple, I've, I've worked with these energies before. It's kind of cool, it's fun. And another way these angels communicate, so you can really, uh, you can feel their presence, you can feel their colors especially, you can call them in by working with certain colors, you can use colors in your aura, like Diana Cooper, she has a lot of information around that also, how you can work with different colors that resemble just different qualities also that these angels have, or just certain qualities like love, like... Um, just sitting in your own energy like clearing whatever it is but another way they working is with numbers and I you know for the longest time like I don't know numbers didn't speak to me even though I once had a job like analyzing numbers I I don't know I mean this seems to me like lifetimes away <laughs> I'm like how did I do that um, but I did even quite successfully <laughs> But I think only because I had clients, I like to talk to people and provide them with service. So I think I like that part of it. But either way, for a long time, numbers didn't speak to me. But then recently, they were so in my face, these angel numbers, that I was like, oh, I cannot ignore them anymore. And even when I was just putting down my notes for this podcast episode, I was writing down angel numbers. And then I was looking at the clock and it was 11.11. <laughs> and I'm like... This is crazy, you know, like you angels, you must just have so much fun, you know, just sending out these messages just at the right time. So numbers, yes, pay attention to numbers you're seeing on license plates, on the clock, on your phone, you know, like on other things that just they send you messages. And somehow, like this morning, like last night, I was doing a meditation on some fears that I'm holding and this morning I was looking at the clock and there was an angel number and I looked it up and it was indeed, it was saying, it was talking about exactly these fears and was saying, look, you have support and guidance from the angels working through these issues, these fears. And I was like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> I was like, wow, you guys are cool, you angels. You are really at work, you know, <laughs> you're doing a lot. So angels, a lot of fun. And then I like in that same categories like dragons and unicorns. I don't personally work with them so much yet. I don't know why, but maybe they speak to you. And you can also out in the internet, you can find lots of information about them. Now, the other thing is, of course, your guides are uh, amazing, amazing. Your soul guides are amazing, amazing energetic beings. Beautiful. They have beautiful energetic uh, bodies um, but they are so um, they're not complicated but they are just so they do so much work I really want to dedicate them a separate podcast because they are so vital for you um, and there is just so much um, so much information around them that just saying here that they are of course also energetic beings that work with you all the time your soul guides so they are there as well always supporting you and uh, always sending you messages too 
Now, another energy that you can work with that I recently came across, which is super powerful, is the violet flame. Like, the violet flame is really something. I mean, I work with different energies. I do Qigong for... Um, I do do in and Qigong with both. Moves a lot of energy, works with a lot of energy, clears a lot. For years already, I work with the Reiki energy. And they are all, they're all different. They're all, like... Um, powerful in their own ways but I find the violet flame is really on a different level it's really a powerful powerful energy and if you want to get more information about this the person that uh, originally first described that that energy is Elizabeth Claire Prophet and she has a couple I guess a couple of books out it about it and that kind of flame it's basically um, the concept is so when you hold on to emotions, which we all do, we like emotions, you know, emotions, emotion should be flowing. They don't belong to us. They should be just going in and out of us. We, we feel them, we let them go. Now, it doesn't happen at all. So naturally, often for people, often we just hold on to them. We store them inside because many of us, most of us haven't learned how to express emotions, how to let go of them in some sort of healthy way. Even society is so not accepting of uh, certain emotions, you know, of showing certain emotions like grief, like anger, like resentment, jealousy, like even expressing them, even talking about them. It's society is so not accepting of it. So we haven't learned. So we just put them inside. And they fill space, literally they fill space within our meridians. It's also a big concept in Chinese medicine. Uh, they can turn into heat, which causes, again, can cause all kinds of health issues. Not a great thing. So storing emotions is not helpful for us, but we do that. And um, also thoughts, right? Again, thoughts are like negative thought patterns. Again, don't really belong to us, but... We just have them constantly and sometimes we really hang on to these concepts, like to these limiting beliefs, to these ideas we have about ourselves, who we are, who we should be, what our life should be like, the what is happiness and how we can only be happy. We have so many of these and then they start to fill up spaces, like energetically, but uh, like really literally in our body and the violet flame basically burns this away it releases them so it's really really a powerful energy and you can feel that like when i first started to work with the violet flame um, i felt how literally my um, aura was extending so you have a different energetic layers within your aura and people for instance that work a lot with qigong they have huge auras because you really build up your aura and uh, and um, a healthy aura, an aura that is strong, an aura that is really also extending out from you. And that is just really vital for your health. And then that aura can hold a lot of light. Because when you fill up your body, your light body literally, with all kind of affordable emotions, like you dim the light. And so when you release it, when the violet flame burns it away, you make space again for light to come in. And then you you really like your aura really becomes just so strong and so healthy. I really love it. I really love. I even have my arms like when I say the it has mantras, 
to say um, to sort of work with that energy but I do it like my even my arms start to move out because my energetic body just becomes so strong it's cool so how do you work with it um, you basically say mantras um, and there is all kind of different ones if uh, you are curious about that you can I mean there's uh, meditations out there again on the internet there in the book there's all kind of different mantras you can work with but the basic one we're just going to do right now so I'm going to tell you what the basic one is and then we're going to just go through instead of repeating it. So the basic one is I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. And then you imagine that violet fire, violet flame burning within you. That's the idea. And you say this mantra in a uh, repetitive way of three times so like three six nine whatever you know you have time for and you can do this i do this actually i'm not really a person who sits down or who has time to sit down for like 20 minutes to <laughs> say a mantra for that amount of time um but i do this just during the day just short intervals and i actually think this especially when you have a family when you have kids for me for many things i do it that way like i do short time for instance when i'm mindful i do short times when i clear my energy i do short moments when i'm um, connecting to my guides throughout day like it becomes just a way of living instead of just one thing i need to take time for in the evening or the morning i still have my morning and evening routine but you know when you do when you are aware throughout the entire day of your energetic body and of the energy flow within you and uh, of what is happening with you emotionally it just becomes much more of a flow of life when you use these um, help these tools more regularly so let's say it together so let's close your eyes for a moment and then imagine this beautiful violet fire violet flame within you and you can imagine it coming out from your heart you can imagine it coming out from anywhere else but just it's burning it's warming you it's there it's surrounding you with violet color it's extending out from you and now just repeat with me i am a being of violet fire I am the purity God desires I am a being of violet fire I am the purity God desires I am a being of violet fire I am the purity God desires And just take a deep inhale and exhale and just feel for a moment feel into the space feel into your body and then open your eyes and if you felt any kind of difference then this method is speaking to you 
And as I said, not everything. That's why I'm presenting you with a lot of different ways of how you can work with your energy because uh, not everything is for everybody. So some people, they might be much more drawn to working with the angels. Some people work very closely with their guides. Some people like these kind of mantras or violet flames. Some people work with entire different energies. It's just what you are drawn to, what speaks to you. You know, it's not because I'm telling you this is good for you. No, no, you are the expert on your own life. You can just try out different things. What works for you, works. What doesn't, boom, throw it out. It's just not for you, you know, and that's okay. We are all different. We all have different journeys, different bodies. We, we're just all different. We can allow ourselves to do the things that work for us, you know, no matter what someone else is telling you. You can book me for a distant Reiki treatment. Reiki energy travels through time and space and you can enjoy this healing session in the comfort of your own home. During this treatment, I will channel the powerful Reiki energy to you to promote relaxation and healing. After the session, you will receive customized advice from me regarding lifestyle and diet based on my knowledge of Chinese medicine. Use the code PODCAST, all capital, at checkout to save yourself 10% on the treatment. You can book it directly on my website taoristam.net or by using the contact form or the email address on my website. So, violent film. I like it. <laughs> But you might just find different things for you. Let's move on. There is energy at certain places that is just really high that you can work with simply by going to these places and just sitting there, maybe meditating, just sitting um, in contemplation, praying, praying, yes, um, is going to help you. So these places of high energy are what we maybe call like earth chakras. So they are around the earth, on the earth, and um, they are around certain energetic lines. Uh, you will find that actually there are a lot of like sacred places in these places of high energy, like think of Stonehenge, think of there's many places uh, where there's churches actually now. So even going, I mean, it very much depends on your relationship to church overall. Um, I've been to the Vatican recently and I can tell you the energy at that place is not high. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, yes, but they are definitely because a lot of these churches are built on places that are really of high vibration, there are definitely churches out there and when you pray there, when you sit there in meditation, you can make use of that energy. But again, follow your own feeling. Follow your own intuition. Feel within your body. Feel within your belly area, your lower abdomen. Feel within your heart, your chest. How do you feel at that place? Do you feel good or do you not? If you don't feel good, nope, the energy is not high. If you feel good, if you have, I don't know, just, yeah, if you just feel free, expansive, just positive there, if you have visions there, if you just feel in the flow there, then that's a good place for you. And 
um, there's many places in nature because nature actually holds so much energy and water especially to water just holds so much wisdom and energy in this so healing for us so it might not be that you go to a church or even other sacred places it might just be that um, you sit by the water you know or you sit somewhere in nature you might find your own place around your house that I always have places around my house in nature where I go to that just I just feel they hold they hold something for me and um, they, they are just high I just feel good you know I just feel good when I go there and I feel good when I go back home so find that place and if you want to know more about uh, sacred places and ley lines check out the work of Rory Duff he does great great work of bringing people together on these high energetic lines to meditate and especially also that's the next point actually certain days hold very high energy that you can use of make use of so obviously we are always influenced actually by the moon and um you can always uh, it's very good just very good to pay attention to the moon but then also to the sun and there's days is like uh, like the solstice the equinoxes where the energy is just very high and you can make use of this really pay attention pay attention to your dreams you can uh, meditate more on these days you can just do other things like journaling like whatever gives you brings you some kind of introspective on these days around these days it's not just the day it's also around these days the energy is high you can make use of that you know it's there for you it's there for you to um, help you in your journey in your healing now let's actually go back to nature because there is a lot of energy in nature that is working with you um we're getting we're getting a lot of energy, uh, not energy, we're getting a lot of messages from uh, the higher realms, galactic messages from your soul guides, like angels are beings of the higher realms. But then earth as well, because you know, we are a human, we are in between heaven and earth. So actually we're getting also so much support from mother earth, from Gaia. She is sending us so many messages. Oh my God. So there are firstly animals, like I get a lot of messages <laughs> from animals. Uh, it's, uh, but I'm also very connected to nature. So um, I, yeah, I love to get messages from animals and I even like, yeah, when we are going, oh my God, I'm so looking forward to go back um, to Kasha in Turkey because such a high energy place. And when I arrived there last time, first time, like the dog was talking to me, like, I mean, as if he was talking English, I was like, wait, <laughs> am I going crazy now here? Dogs usually don't talk. Like, I mean, I get messages like from animals appearing, you know, like they, they just, they cross your path. And then I'm like, oh, okay. What, what does this tell me now? This animal crossing my path and you will get messages like this but this dog literally talked like he gave me messages I was like wow <laughs> this is a new knot <laughs> this is cool oh, but I'm not going crazy hopefully no but yeah my, uh, animals are messengers animals are so highly evolved uh, souls as well and especially when you have a pet 
they are such messengers um yeah beautiful and then so you have the physical animals that send you messages and you also have uh, spirit animals so these are like your um angels spirit animals are with you sort of also they're very they have such a gentle protective energy and they might appear to you as physical animals or they just might appear to you in your dreams or in your meditations and they bring to you a certain quality that is helping you in that phase of life and um so for instance um, i have a lot like i love them all they're, they're kind of very different like i have um the deer is one of them and the deer brings to me such a gentle mothering energy and sometimes just when i you know when i need this either for myself or in my parenting like i can you can call up on them you you can call up on these spirit animals and they will just bring you that quality that they will assemble and then um, I have the dolphin and the dolphin always heals me. Dolphins have such healing um, qualities. Like when I have physical pains, like I had a couple of weeks ago, I had some pains in my neck and shoulder and then I was, I don't know what I was doing. I was doing some sort of meditation or something and then the dolphin just came to me and it's just like, it was working on that area and then the pain went away. So I... Um, the dolphins work a lot like that with me or sometimes when I have fears that are somehow water related the dolphins are there and yeah and then I have the eagle too the eagle is so is so free I always as a child I wanted to be like an eagle I wanted to fly and go everywhere and see everything from above and just be so free I love that spirit like I really yeah I really love that uh, spirit and then I have a couple of others that come at different times and they come a lot to me in um, meditations and they also are always there when I work um, energetically and I do for instance I do a lot of Reiki to nature because I just I just love it like I I, I find it so so beautiful to give to nature but also nature always gives back it's just i get the most beautiful feelings and visions and i love it and then these spirit animals are usually always with me there to work on the healing of nature and on land and healing of water and yeah they're so they're beautiful beings and then okay so you have physical animals that send you messages you have the uh your spirit animals and then you have actually real um beings that live in places of nature now have you <laughs> i know this sounds strange but there is this movie which is a really it's a comedy it's about the european song contest um and there is this this guy who is just like really <laughs> he's just really a character and i think he's from iceland i'm not sure but they are like 
he's taking part in the European Song Contest and it's a whole story but either way in uh, there is this thing in Iceland and I think it's is it really in Iceland I think so but there's this thing that they believe in these little um, gnomes that are just looking after nature and they do all kind of misdemeanors and <laughs> all kind of stuff um, and there is there is in a lot of folk tales and a lot of um, I guess more indigenous civilizations there is this belief that there are these beings that guard um, nature and that live in nature and this is actually this is really true I got told already multiple times now in places that were um, to say kind of remote nature places that you know I got told like look here are beings and you need to um, quit the beings like you need to um, um, yeah you just need to be aware of them because they're actually they are very friendly um, and they are looking after the land and I think it's just about sometimes recognizing that they are and of course when I walk through like the park in Amsterdam no these beings are not there no <laughs> I've never got any message there because it's just too urban it's too you know there's no more space for them to reside in any of the nature or like in cities but when you're really in more remote places these beings are there in more remote places and they look after the land and especially when you build a house in a more remote place in nature it is very beneficial to actually um, do some kind of ceremony to bless and be grateful for the land and you don't have to believe in the beings right but just by being grateful to the land and just thanking the land that you can build a, a house there and by asking the land to protect the house and to uh, protect the, um, the construction of the house they will they will because they look after that land and they are more than happy to be of service and of assistance to you as long as you also recognize them and be respectful towards them And for the longest time I had, or I still have this kind of contract with nature because I got a lot of, I just get so much inspiration in nature. Like when I get these downloads for my podcast, I either get it in water in my shower or I get it when I'm in nature or when I'm moving somewhere. But usually it's kind of I'm moving, I'm walking or something in nature. And so I'm incredibly grateful for the messages I'm getting in nature. And then I have this sort of contract that I always pick up trash from nature. It's such somehow, it's, some, it's somehow, they told me at some point, look, this is our contract. You know, we give you inspiration, you take trash. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that, that's fine with me. And then when I was, uh, my God, like here, it's like the trash is just very obvious, you know, like, I mean, it's a more urban area. But when I was in the U.S., and I was walking through this really um, ancient forests there. Sometimes the trash would be in places where I'm just like, you know, these beings, I'm pretty sure they're making fun of me here now because I have to half climb up a tree to get the trash. Like, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I had a very strong feeling that in these places, <laughs> the beings are just like, yeah, this like... <laughs> 
<laughs> let her pick up the trash from some kind of very hard to reach place. Uh, just for fun. No, but they are, they are benevolent. They are nice beings and uh, they are here. Uh, but they are, of course, it's less and less of them because we are uh, so much getting into, as humans, we are so much getting into their space. And it is actually very, um, it is very ignorant for us to say we would be the only civilization on this planet because we are not. There is all kind of other beings on this planet at this current moment, but this is talk for another, <laughs> this is talk for another podcast. But yeah, we shouldn't be so ignorant around the energies around us and the other, yeah, other life forms on this planet. We are already very ignorant towards uh, the ones we can see, towards animals we can see, but the ones we can't see, even more ignorant, totally ignorant. So anyway, you can get a lot of a lot of support from nature, and if it's just that you find solitude there, that you just find peace and um, beauty. Beauty, beauty is so healing, and that is what nature gives us. It gives us so much beauty so much beauty um and that is so healing myself and that is just so we can be so grateful for for nature to give us to that so coming i have two more things on my list or one <laughs> i think the other thing i wanted to talk about when we talk about energy is an energy that's there for you to um, help you is music because everything I actually talked about is frequency. So everything relates down to when we're talking about beings, energy, even us, even us humans, we are a frequency. And frequency is music in the end. It is music like the universe is like a big musical. <laughs> really, every planet has its own song and every life form has its own uh, song and rhythm and it's... Um, and they all sometimes they're aligned sometimes they're not aligned you know and uh so music is such a vibration that it's oh my god it can be so uplifting it can be so healing and it can also be negatively influencing you so pay attention to the artists and the music you are listening to it's not all benevolent out there. And also when we talk about energies and beings and messages, it's not all benevolent out there. And I, on my podcast, I don't talk about the darker beings because it's not my place. I'm here to bring you light and I'm here to connect you to the light and to help you to make use of the light. Uh, but there is the darkness too. And uh, that's why also when you listen actually to messages of channels like being a channel that might be also something that's interesting you that's another sort of energy that of course you can use like channeling information um but really use your gut instincts when you listen to channeled messages how do these messages make you feel because only that only the fact that people connect to higher realms and connect and download information and channel this doesn't mean this information is coming from the light. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um, it doesn't mean that. So 
always be mindful of what you're consuming and with music goes the same there is incredibly uplifting music out there that really puts your frequency the moment you listen to this your frequency goes up there's also music out there that has exactly the opposite effect on you and um, yeah just follow your gut feeling follow your instincts but just music singing yourself can so much uplift you can really change the place you are in and you can sing whatever makes you happy you can connect to mantras you can do all kind of stuff just follow what is uplifting you and another as part of that is of course also light language like the other day i was hearing light language and kind of for the first time i really connected to that and i was like oh my god i understand that <laughs> i'm like um yes of course i understand this it's just as if you know we are talking in a different language but it's still you understand it and um it's so familiar it's so interesting that is just it's kind of just language from other realms and from other planets and you like a more universal way of communicating um and you get even though you don't understand what's being said but you get the message and so listening to people singing light language listening to um, these sound baths some people they really channel amazing amazing sound healing sound baths like it's yeah it's out of this world um that can help you so much to just heal to feel better to change your frequency to uplift you to you can get maybe messages while you're listening to that and that pop songs can do too like there is so much wisdoms and so many pop songs my god <laughs> you know it doesn't have to be like all spiritual mantras no you can just sing along to whatever song you like as long you know just feel feel it feel it how does it make you feel it can be so healing so uplifting as an energy as something that can transform you and help you on your path now wrapping it all up what would you talk about so the different sort of energetic frequencies out there energetic beings out there that can help you a angels first and foremost your guardian angel always looking out for you connect to him her connect to that energy so you can work more with it you can feel their magic then of course you have your guides i'm going to do another podcast around guides because that's a big topic soul guides then you if you connect to that you have like dragons unicorns you have the violet flame which is so powerful such a powerful energy you have energy at different places you have energies that is very high at certain events like the solstice you have the earth mother earth sending you so many messages through her beauty sending you healing through her beauty through her beauty every single moment every second sending you messages through the animals through your spirit animals through the <laughs> funny beings that live in uh, more natural remote nature water water being so wise and so healing and then of course singing you know just music music as a form of deep transformational um, healing uplifting connecting 
to yourself like I always find it so amazing how music I cry a lot like in some songs and that is not crying of it's crying sometimes of joy or just releasing something just releasing like pent up emotions from the day like I really yeah music how music can move you to tears and how tears are also so healing you know because well we don't allow ourselves uh, often to cry but in music and in movies we are somehow allowed <laughs> to cry and how our music can move you so much I'm so amazed all the time my god it's beautiful it is beautiful <laughs> and I feel the beings are with us somehow in the room right now they are so ah, so wise and so beautiful so thanks so closing this podcast up I just give thanks and gratitude for all the beings that were with us in this podcast and that are with you, guiding and supporting you along the way. And as a little outlook, I already got the downloads for my next two podcasts, I think, which are going to be very different and beautiful too. And one is going to be about the energy of mothering of nurturing that is in all of us that's not just for women this podcast it's not just for people who have children that is also for men it's for people who don't have children who cannot have children who don't want to have children that is about simply the energy of nurturing of mothering and it's talking a lot about society and how society has has shaped how we feel and think about these topics and the other one I think is going to be about anger and how to deal with anger because there's just yeah there is a lot out there and there's a lot out there that can be really transformed in beautiful creativity but we have just again society hasn't really taught us we haven't really learned in our upbringing how to do that and we are all here to learn and grow together and to heal together together yes so thanks so much for listening <laughs> i hope you i hear you feel you for in the next podcast and have a lovely day bye bye if you would like to learn more sign up to my facebook or instagram account and check out my services on taoistam.info